You're now listening to a Real Media Network production. Welcome back to Come About, a minute-by-minute rewatch podcast of Titanic. Here we are at minute 70 of the film. Ah! (laughs) I'm Mike Brace, and that noise you just heard was my wife, (laughs) Jenna. Hello. Yeah. So what happened this minute, Jenna? So, Michael, um, first of all, welcome back. Welcome back. It's been a while. (laughs) It's been, what, three weeks? It's been three weeks since Since we recorded recorded, the episode. (laughs) Yeah. We're all new and fresh, and that's so far we've been doing really good. Uh, Yeah, we're not even a minute in, and we're we're nailing it. (laughs) So, um, as you may recall, three weeks ago, we uh, were watching The Minute with the guys, and... um, You're talking to me specifically, right? Because for listeners of the podcast, (laughs) that was just last week. Yeah, Um, unless they took a three-week... Break also. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So uh, this minute, we see the tail end of the last minute where Cal has just flipped over the table. Um, They got into a little argument, and Trudy comes over to help clean up. Rose tries to lie about what happened, saying like, oh, we just had a little accident. Even though she was there, (laughs) she she saw the whole thing. Anyways, uh, so, you know, she's just like, it's okay, Miss Rose, it's fine. There it is. The yawn is back. (laughs) So, then we skip to a new scene where uh, Trudy is now um, tying up her... You'll get it. Corset. There it is. <laughs> um, in the room to put on her daytime dress. And her mother just abruptly enters the room and says, Tea, Trudy. Mm-hmm. Like, that's so rude. Anyways, Trudy's like, yes, ma'am. And she leaves. And then her mother tells Rose to spin around. And she starts to redo the corset to make it even tighter. And, you know, she's pulling on Rose quite a bit, and um, she tells her that she's not to see that boy again, meaning Jack, Mm -hmm. not Cal. Right. Absolutely, yeah. Um, And that she forbids it. Right. And at first, I'm like, who is she to tell Rose this? But then I remember Rose is only 17, so, yeah. Okay. (laughs) We have two daughters now. Yeah. If they're 17, are you going to, you know, yes. they're dating I have that... forbidding powers until mm. they're 18. <laughs> I don't think you do, though. I don't think you do. You think you do, but you don't. I don't even have those powers, and now. she's three. Yeah. <laughs> I say, don't do that. And she goes, nope. And yeah. she just does it. Anyways... Enough about my parenting. <laughs> or uh, lack thereof. Yeah. <laughs> um, C. 
so she said that she forbids it and then uh rose just kind of rolls her eyes and she says oh stop it mother you're gonna give yourself a nosebleed <laughs> and then her mother like turns her around i'm surprised she doesn't slap her yeah really yeah back then they're all about slapping each <laughs> that's other true. um yeah. and we will see it later on mm-hmm. anyways uh so she oh, oh michael man <laughs> it's been a while all right uh mute i mean it doesn't matter now I and for those listening yeah it's been a three week break and my nose is still stuffy oh, i'm did constantly you talk about that okay well don't you don't have to do it right in the I microphone no lean back a bit maybe anyways so she then goes on to say a line that Mike says, I quote, um, a million times Well, already. it's just, yeah, we've talked about the dialogue in this scene yeah. so many times already. We've already gone over what because, it says. I'm pretty sure, like, in the So this is what Ruth says. She says, um, she Verbatim? says, you know the money's gone. And Rose says, of course I know. You remind me that of that every day. And then Ruth says, your father left us with a legacy of bad debt hidden behind a good good name. name. And she said, that's the only card we have left to play. This is not the first time it's come up. No, I know. But this this is what I remember. I know at some point we were talking about this and I said that I think they're poor. And you said no. Yeah, 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 maybe. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, obviously they have other, you know, they have things, but, yeah. Anyways, um, so then, yeah, the minute pretty much ends there. Ruth is just saying how she doesn't understand Rose, how, you know, she has the, this, chance of having a good life depends how you define a good life with a rich life with cal um and she's kind of jeopardizing it for this poor boy right that's the gist of it Mm -hmm. i yeah yeah just just terrible stuff you know you know i don't know what about you mike money or love love that's a good yeah (laughs) Yeah, let let your let your kids love who they love. You know, don't don't try to control them. That's no good. That's just gonna cause frictions. You know, uh, huh? It's yeah. It really makes you not like Ruth. Huh? Like they're really yeah. She's just like. She's well, just, probably one of the worst characters, like, when you yeah. really boil Think it down. Think of all the pressure she's putting on her 17-year-old daughter yeah. to carry them on in life. You need to marry this rich, yeah, like, 30-something-year-old man. Could she... Is she more evil than Cal? I think so. I think she's actually kind of worse than Cal. Because Cal, like, he does worse physical things and, like... but. This is a woman, this is a person who knows 
her child, her child Mm -hmm. is not happy, does Mm -hmm. not want to be in this relationship, and she's subjecting and forcing her into the... Whereas Cal, like, he... He's there not really be aware. There would no Cal if there wasn't Ruth. Ruth. And, and I feel like Cal's not really aware that, like, he, he's so s- unaware of... Sorry. Yeah. Oh, the cats. <laughs> uh, he, he's not even, like, aware that she doesn't love him. Like, he's so self-absorbed and, like, he can't, you know, to him, like, he's so unaware of of her feelings and her, I, I don't think he know. like, I think that I would say Cal thinks that she, that Rose loves him. No, you don't I think so? Say that. No, I think he's oblivious. I think he, no. he's really, but cause he has that scene where he goes to give her the necklace. Okay. Um, I'm not talking about in the future. I'm talking about right now where the movie stands. This already happened. Oh wait. Okay. He already gave her oh. the necklace. Okay. Oh, sure, sure, sure. He goes into her room. Something that's gonna happen. He says, (laughs) "Yes, yes." The really if you would just open your heart to me, I'll give you. Yeah, the the orange orange scene. Yeah, Yeah. famously known as the orange scene. Yeah. He says, "You know, um, if you would just open up your heart to me, I'll give you whatever. Yeah, everything you'd ever need." Right. I don't think that that's him saying like, "You don't love me." I think he's saying like, "Let yourself." I don't know. Like, he's not... I, I think he thinks that he loves her, or she loves him, but he thinks she's not... I don't know. I disagree, but yeah. I also will say I don't think Cal really cares if she loves him or not. You don't think? No. He sees, you know, he gets this young 17-year-old bride, um... That, like, yeah. she's going to be his property. Like, that's mm-hmm. just... Yeah, but I don't think he's aware enough to realize... Like, he... It, it's mostly because he doesn't care one way or, yeah. or another. I don't like, he think he, like, truly, but... truly loves her. Um, yeah. I think he's just something... Or she's something that... Like, a possession. He just wants that possession. And... Um, that's why I don't think we mentioned this before how you were kind of asking me how Cal is okay with Jack escorting her into dinner. You're like, wouldn't that make him like jealous or something? And I said, no, because I don't think he really cares about Rose to begin with. Yeah, I just, yeah, that's where I stand. I don't think he thinks Rose loves him. I think he knows Rose I don't, I needs don't, him. Okay, I don't... Mm, yeah, I don't know. I, I don't think he he's aware of, like, the fact that she doesn't like him at all. I, like, I no, think, I, I think, think he knows wow, if it's not for Ruth, hates? Rose wouldn't be with him. If it wasn't for Ruth, yeah. I think, I think I'm so. not going to no, say it's so... like an arranged marriage. Well, no, I it is. I think the... Yeah. Rose doesn't have any part in this relationship, and I think they all know that. Mm. I think Cal knows no. he, they're only together I because so. Ruth... I think that they... 
this is just something that like yeah this is how it would be interesting were back then for these powerful people and um it's just kind of i don't know he's expecting her to love him but he he's not aware of the fact that and he just doesn't care like he doesn't care if she loves him so much as uh do what i want you to do yeah and 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 uh he just expects her to like maybe not fully like i don't think he's aware that like she actually kind of hates him or well he even like kind of like, said it not, in the last scene where they would expect got to, in, yeah where they got into their little fight because he says like you are my wife in practice if not yet by law and you will honor me the way a wife is supposed to honor a husband yeah i think he, he ex- i don't yeah. think there's any love in the relationship and i think everybody knows that i think in a really delusional way he probably thinks he loves her in a delusional way where he's like oh i you know this is my wife i love her i don't but that's not real no that's like just like in a possession way like yeah that's my car i love my car yeah gonna name my car Mm -hmm. what do you think veronica (laughs) oh she'll be uh Coming around soon. Yeah. We're gonna have her on a an, an episode. Well, this week actually, like the, the week yeah. that this goes up, she'll yeah. she will have been yeah. uh, in one of these episodes. Mm-hmm. Either seventy one or seventy two. Seventy two. Wow. Only if we do one tomorrow, we'll see. We'll see how things go. Okay. Uh, <laughs> right. So I do actually have something to say oh. about this minute, or a fact, or a trivia piece of trivia that went in. Uh, I have a question for you. Okay, yeah. Let's what do, that. do you think? So Ruth is wearing this like dark blue dress with a bunch of white lace. Um, mm-hmm. You know, she has white lace on her arms, and then she has white lace going up um, her mm-hmm. neck, like yeah. full coverage. Um, but then right here. She has a blue button right on, like, the in-between her collarbones. Um, I always liked that when I was a kid. The button? Yeah. It's, like, shiny. Uh, What what was the question? Do you like it? Oh. uh, Indifferent. Okay. Yeah. I couldn't wear something like that. Yeah. You know my issues. Right. Yeah. Well, okay. While we're on the subject of attire, oh. uh, this is a piece of trivia mm-hmm. uh, about the filmmaking process regarding the attire. Did they make and, them wear corsets? Oh, yeah. Yeah. But uh, what's interesting, and I think, well, I want to get your take on it. Uh, how do you feel about the actions of this scene? Like, what, what's going on? Like, how do you feel about it? Like, what do you think? I think it's a really interesting directing choice to have it, you know, she's tightening her corset while she's, you know, berating her, right? Like, that's a really interesting directing choice to be like, you know, because James Cameron wrote the script and directed it, right? His, his own script, but a lot of it was improvised, as we've discussed. But... 
I think that this was a really interesting when you're talking about like decision makings while filming like you know if they were just standing there and talking that's not so interesting but she comes in and she's tightening her corset right because that's mm-hmm. a very controlling like mm-hmm. corsets all about yeah you know constriction yeah. and, mm-hmm. and she's being constricted. Yeah, I don't know. I'm sure you noticed, but Trudy was almost done yeah. tying it up. Okay. And when Ruth came in, she started at the bottom to make it tighter. Mm. Yeah. And, and so how do you feel about that? Like, do you, you like that? That's a, that's pretty neat, yeah. right? Like, yeah. I, I like that. Mm-hmm. Like that's, this is like a really interesting scene. Like technically like filmmaking wise mm-hmm. i i actually yeah. do really like the scene because it's it, it the storytelling goes along with the script like it, it, it it's telling a story she's very controlling she's constricting her daughter and in, mm-hmm. in both w- what she's saying and what she's imposing upon her mm-hmm. and physically and physically but this scene this uh, was different in the script. Oh, what's yeah. supposed to happen in the script? I, it's really kind of, uh, it's the opposite. Rose, Rose is, is tightening up Ruth's corset. Now that it's really, makes sense. It's not, it doesn't make any sense, right? So <laughs> this is via IMDb trivia. So <laughs> who, who is to say? Because um, that can't be edited around. It can be, uh, and I feel like we've definitely gone over things where it says it one thing on the IMDb trivia page, yeah. and then it says something on a different website, and, uh, you know, some places say, oh, Leo ad-libbed, you know, I'm the king of the world, and then other places it's like, no, he didn't want to say that line, mm-hmm. James Cameron told him to say it, and he was like, that's a really stupid line. Uh, so, during the corset scene... It is originally Rose who is supposed to be tightening her mother's corset. However, James Cameron and the actresses felt that the scene had much more of an effect. James Cameron? Yeah. But he's the one who wrote the scene. Exactly, yes. And and the actresses felt that the scene had much much more of an effect if uh, Rose... If Ruth was doing Rose's corset. Well, and this is just... A really weird sentence the way they spelled it out so had much more of an effect of rose being in the corset okay i get what they're saying yeah so they yeah. decided the day of the filming or maybe not even day of the filming maybe it was during some rehearsals mm-hmm. or something they decided to change it but originally in the script he had it written that it was rose being <laughs> tightened into yeah. a corset that just doesn't no. make any so sense rose to me. could just storm off and leave the room and yeah, I don't. I like don't understand. Like Rose has that. to just yeah. stand there and, and listen to her mother. And I, I, I understand though. Like sometimes that that can happen. Like a director, or, or maybe even like a, um, well, yeah. If you if you wrote a script and someone else is directing it, like the director can just change things of on the day, of course. But even if it's someone who wrote their own script, like you can still change it the day of or. Michael. Yep. <laughs> That's happening, uh, or you you know yeah, what I mean. Yeah, but yeah. I, I think that that is a really good change. Like it, it just yeah. wouldn't make any no. sense, and it would actually kind of be a much less I don't know impactful scene, right? Like yeah. it just so 
that was a good change that yeah. he made. Yeah, <laughs> that's that, a, yeah. Uh, but, but then again, maybe that's not even true. <laughs> like, that's on the IMDb right, trivia yeah. page, so, like, maybe his original script was written this way. <laughs> like, yeah. it's, it's really hard to say. Either way, whether he wrote it or changed it, like, this was... Uh, yeah, cool the best scene. version of the scene. Yeah, yeah. like, there, it wouldn't have been nearly as impactful. And, yeah. Yeah, so that's kind of interesting. Yeah. Um, there is more about the course set, I think. The fact that, uh, yeah. Uh, all right, I'll read this one out. Um, so, this is, okay, and then this is perfect, too, because... We've, how many times have we read out pieces of trivia or articles saying James Cameron's first choice was Leonardo DiCaprio? Mm. We've, we've read that so many times. We've heard that so many times. Uh, and, you know, but then, like, it says, oh, yeah, and, like, Matthew McConaughey was, like, a choice or something like that. Anyway, this is another piece of IMDb trivia that says, initially, director James Cameron wasn't sold wasn't sold on the idea of casting either Kate Winslet or Leonardo DiCaprio. Mm -hmm. So, like, what is this? Like, who's right? What's going on? A lot of places say Leo was his first choice. We're going to have to call Jamie directly. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, Winslet was a logical suggestion by the casting department since she had already done quite a, a lot of other period drama. She was nicknamed... Corset Kate. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> for that reason. But Cameron actually wanted to avoid typecasting and look for a fresh, fresh face with less cinematic baggage. However, after auditioning Winslet, it was clear that she had both the strength and vulnerability to accurately portray Rose. For Jack, Cameron was equally afraid that DiCaprio's previous portrayal of mentally challenged and antisocial characters might be an obstacle for the audience in accepting him as a regular person. Aye, aye, aye. Whoa. I, <laughs> I want to apologize for reading this. Play? Well, uh, it, um, he played, yeah, a lot of antisocial characters for sure, but then, like, kind of his breakout role was uh playing uh Romeo and Juliet no Romeo. no before that like even when he was younger his first like he was like I think yeah just like a preteen and like his breakout role was um what's the eating what's eating uh -huh. Gilbert Grape and his character had a mental disability uh -huh. I, I forget exactly what it is I actually haven't seen it but okay. um I know like Johnny Depp in that movie but like it, it was kind of like yeah his Leo's first big role mm. um, film wise anyway I know he did like some television spots and stuff like that before uh, <laughs> yeah so during the audition DiCaprio got off to a bad start by initially refusing to read for the part but what? he reluctantly accepted when Cameron told him that there would be no audition unless he did Cameron's doubts, yeah. Cameron's doubts were immediately gone when DiCaprio instantly turned it to Jack as envisioned as soon as he started to read. When Winslet and DiCaprio later did a scene together and showed unmistakable chemistry, the deal was sealed. Yeah, I don't know how I that feel about That doesn't make any sense. So Jack, uh, Leo didn't want to audition. So he shows up. And Cameron up. said, "There will be no audition unless you read for this." 
And then he's like, oh, okay. Yeah. So he didn't want the audition anyways. Yeah. Well, it sounds or like... did it, he want to be somebody during, else? Because it says during the audition, mm-hmm. DiCaprio got off to a bad start by initially refusing to read for the part. So he did was he at the audition. somebody else? I don't know. But he was, he was at the audition. Yeah, maybe... I don't know. But he doesn't want to read the part. And then Cameron says, there will be no audition unless you read the part. I think that all of the, this whole piece of trivia <laughs> in IMDb is just nonsense. Dark. Yeah, it, it doesn't... None of this... Yeah. People could just say whatever they want yeah. on the internet. You could just write any piece of trivia you want and release it. I think like the only thing you can really go off of is like video of Interview. interviews like yeah. if you're just reading an interview who knows yeah. <laughs> that that's what they said uh and unless you're like seeing footage of them actually saying these things you can't believe it no. <laughs> but we'll continue to read out yeah. all of that stuff <laughs> all right i think that should about do us yep. good minute good minute yeah good minute back. back yeah mm-hmm. okay uh Thanks for listening. Bye. See you in a minute.